Get ready to reclaim your life, discover inspiring stories, practical tools, and the path to true happiness. This is Reclaim Your Life with Irina. Let's begin the journey. Welcome to another episode of Reclaim Your Life with Irina. Today is a solo episode, and the topic of today's episode is about habits, how micro habits can have a tremendous impact on your life. First of all, the habits doesn't have to be monumental. They could be something that you do every day, but it's the consistency that counts. And it also improves your overall well-being. There are actually no bad habits. Every habit is designed to produce a certain kind of result. And if you don't like the result of the habit that you have, you simply must change that habit. Because they all serve a purpose. So it's figuring out whether the, serve, the purpose they are serving is they are not serving you anymore. There are uh, psychological and neurological aspects of habit formation. And small changes can actually lead to significant results. And I can share uh, a little experience from my personal life. Some of the small micro habits I've implemented that actually uh, catapulted me to reclaiming my life in that aspect of the uh, world because our life is impacted by habits. It's the things that we do every day that then result in a change or result in first or downgrade. For example, one habit, a uh, simple habit is snoozing your alarm clock in the morning. Actually, what happens is when you snooze your alarm clock, you send a negative uh, kind of connotation to your mind that you, you don't really need to wake up. Uh, when the alarm clock rings, instead of uh, you getting out of bed, you hit the snooze button. So you're kind of reversing the effect of the alarm that was initially was supposed to create. And you training your mind that when, I, when the alarm clock goes off, instead of the intended action of getting out of bed, you hit the snooze button. And then it uh, further kind of deteriorates the rest of your day. You can actually notice for yourself on the days when you wake up nice and ready to go. And on the days when you hit the snooze button, you choose, you create a different kind of day for yourself. I notice it myself as well. Uh, when I, uh, in the morning when I get up and let's say I'm, I'm feeling sick or I'm not um, re ready to go and I hit the snooze button, the rest of the day kind of feels slow and I don't have that same amount of energy. And on the days when I actually you can tell your body the night before when you want to wake up, and your body will listen. And you will wake up before your alarm clock goes off. How great is that? And that actually I've tried it and it works. So that, that's one example, you know, hitting the smooth button. Another example is uh, when I started to take myself out on walks in the morning. And it could, could be nothing, it's just a simple walk, but it's the idea that you start your day by greeting the sun, by exercising your body, by moving, and actually you know, seeing with your eyes the sunrise and hearing the sounds of birds in the morning. It's that effect. And, and the walk doesn't have to be long. It's 15, 20 minute walk. But how yeah, the whole day kind of unravels when you have that little habit in the morning uh, and I'm not saying you know it doesn't matter when you wake up it matters 
how you wake up, what kind of mindset you wake up with. But that was one of the micro things I've implemented in my life by having those morning walks that kind of energized the rest of my day. I felt like I didn't miss anything. I was right there when the sun was born, when the sun was rising. And I felt like I felt more alive, more present to where I am. So I encourage you. And, and another important thing also about habits is we always we have this perfectionist syndrome and we strive for everything to be perfect. But the, the goal here when we're uh, changing, when we are implementing habits, it's not about uh, making it perfect. It is about making it consistent. It is about making progress. So even if you do something small, some like 10, 15 minutes, but actually celebrating yourself that you stuck it out that you kept going no matter what, you didn't give up. Because when we are in the practice of change, when we're changing habits, uh, th there is this uh, theory that uh, I learned from Robin Sharma about 66 days actually to create a new habit. It takes you 21 days to first unlearn the habit that you have, then you have another 21 days to try a new one, a new habit. And then another 21 days to kind of cement it so it becomes automatic, it becomes part of your identity, it becomes part of who you are. But actually, uh, 66 days to reverse a habit. And you cannot simply extinguish it. You must, like, energy doesn't go anywhere, meaning it goes from one state into another state. Same with a habit. You can take a habit, you cannot delete it, you can change it into another habit that is suiting you supposed to something that's not serving to something that is serving so that that the same kind of flow applies to habits so i encourage you to adapt the mindset of embracing small wins doesn't matter how oftentimes we we hear about this overnight success stories but the overnight success actually took 10 years to happen <laughs> we don't see all those the micro things that happened before uh, hand so it is important to recognizing those small small wins, so small habits that you do make, and understand that it has a big impact on your overall life. It's not, life is not a sprint; it is a marathon. And when we implement those tiny little things and celebrating when they do happen, kind of giving yourself a pat on the back that you had stuck it out, no matter how big it is, it's actually in the micro things that we do every day that when it counts the most. Some of the key habits that are important, it's self-awareness in this whole habit-changing process. I, I encourage you to do a little self-reflection exercise. Identify one or two habits that have the most significant impact on your life. What what is it? Uh, what are some of those habits? I believe it's all it's all uh, about our mindset. I think that one is important habit to have is what kind of mindset do you have? Do you often find yourself spinning the hamster wheel of negative thinking? I think that's one of the habits that uh, when we examine it, it has actually tremendous impact on our life overall because that negative train of thought often extrapolates to different areas of our lives. 
So when we address that self-awareness, that habit of positive mindset, and it's not about rainbows and unicorns, it was about being a natural observer of your the thought processes that are happening in your mind and pinpointing the fact when you get into the negative uh, uh, I call it train, train of thought and the recognition of that fact and then reversing your natural ability to kind of take the thought, regurgitate it more and more and more and develop a whole story about it. It's having the ability to pinpoint that exact location when you're noticing something is not right and reversing your natural progression to something different which you can create in advance. Just like uh, when you're discussing a situation with your child or something didn't go uh, as planned. Like what, what is your, uh, not a reactionary response, but a reflective response. Like what would you do in this situation? And play it out. So same with the negative uh, train wagon. What is, how do you want to reverse that? What are, what are some of your action steps that you can take to get yourself out of that negative loop of thinking? So mindset is very, very important. One of the habits that affects all areas of your life. And again, I want to stress the fact that, that it's not about starting big. It is about starting small, focusing on pinpointing manageable habits that can be addressed in short periods of time. For example, next time you get yourself on the negative train wagon, prepare in advance, prepare a list of words you can read because oftentimes one thought we cannot like think over that thought but when you have something written on a piece of paper on a phone anywhere where you can reflect back something you carry around with yourself when you're noticing that you're getting on the negative train wagon you can speak over it by reading the words written on that note on that piece of paper the spoken word then will trump the, the thing the thinking that's happening in your head, and you can speak with your own voice, something positive, something about yourself, to to remind you who you are. Because when you get into negative trends, that you actually step away from being who you are and become somebody you don't want to be. So having that ready uh, for the time when you get yourself on the negative train wagon could be a lifesaver. It could bring you back, but you got to practice it. It's not one and done. It is a repetition that you teaching yourself, retraining yourself, what to focus on when something negative happens, when you start engaging in those thoughts. Because they will happen. Life is difficult, and we make it more difficult by, by having those negative uh, thought forms that we allow to flourish so don't let that happen to you have be prepared by having a piece of paper handy to start reading over something positive about yourself to remind you who you are to stop your negative uh, train wagon of thought so here is some example of the things you, you might consider changing like morning routines 
for digital consumption habits, for hydration practices. When we talk about morning routines, it's all about not when you wake up, but how you wake up, what mindset, what routines do you have for bring back, bringing back your energy, feeling excited about this day because every day is a gift. It is called a present and it is a gift. So treat it as such. Uh, it's about not bringing back grudges from yesterday. It's about creating that state of mind from which you want to strive, from which you want to have energy, you want to be excited for the day that's coming. And you want to treat it as such. So consider changing your morning routine. Examine the habits that you have implemented and are they working for you? Take a reflection back on that. Do you find yourself groggy in the morning? Let's say if you don't have a good night of sleep, how can you reverse that? What kind of habit can you introduce to allow for the negative state to leap into a positive state? Mo movement is another part. How often do you move? Our bodies were designed to move. So if you stay stagnant, your energy stays stagnant. You don't feel alive. How can you change that? For digital consumption habits. Um, how often do you find yourself scrolling through the Facebook or TikTok or Instagram or any social media and you notice the time just flying by and it's like, oh my God, I lost two hours. Well, how can you change that? What is a quick habit change you can do to stop yourself from that so you can get your time back? Well, next time you, before you grab your phone, set yourself a timer for 15 minutes to do all your scrolling. And when that alarm goes off, you gotta re respect the alarm and put down your phone. <laughs> this way you can cut back on time spent on scro mindlessly scrolling through social media and win back that time. But you gotta respond to the alarm. Don't lose the alarm. Just put the phone down. <laughs> or hydration practices. Do you find you consume enough of liquids? Because we are made of 80% water. Do you give yourself enough hydration because your energy level is affected by that as well? How, if you reflect, what is your uh, regular daily consumption of water? How often do you drink? Do you drink only when you feel thirsty or do you allow yourself some sips throughout the day? Because by the time you feel thirsty, it means you already is dehydrated and we don't want to get to that state. We've got to uh, have a sustainable amount of uh, water constantly flowing, you know, taking little sips of water, but not getting yourself to that dehydrated state. The idea is about, about habits, actually, is not to overwhelm yourself and trying to change everything at once, but picking something small that you can implement fast and easy. Oftentimes, the easiest thing to do is to attach a habit, it's called habit stacking, to something that you do every day. Let's say you're brushing your teeth, what else can you add to that habit? Because the habit of brushing teeth is automatic. It's been ingrained to you since you were little. So now it's just part of who you are. You wake up, you brush your teeth. If you want to create a habit that is just like that, it's automatic, it's part of who you are, attach to the brushing teeth habit, something you do immediately after brushing teeth. Maybe it's staring in the mirror and saying, I love you to yourself in the mirror. And actually, it's looking yourself in the eye when you say that. And in the beginning, it might find you might find it is silly, but it is a great boost for your self-esteem to start your day that way. 
to remind yourself who you are yourself. Be your own cheerleader. So that's one example of, of you know, habit stacking because you brush your teeth every day. This is another thing that you can do every day after brushing your teeth, looking yourself in the eye and saying to yourself, I love you. I respect you. Giving yourself that boost starting in the morning, early on. And then your whole day is going to be a little bit different because you introduced that, a drop of positivity in the beginning, no matter how you slept, to remind yourself that you are here, you are alive. Or gratitude in the morning, when you get out of bed immediately, when your feet hit the floor, saying three things that are you are grateful for, the fact that you are awake, the fact that you are breathing, and you can see through your eyes. Three simple things, but not taking yourself for granted there are so many systems that happening behind the scenes that allow you to breathe, to see, to watch this video, to understand what I'm saying. And we, we take all of that for granted. Start recognizing that, that. Start refocusing your mind on the things that matter, on the things that are working in your life. So I motivate you, I encourage you to be honest with yourself. Choose the habit that resonates, that you, can actually have a big uh, transformation as a result of that. Sometimes we might not notice how one little thing can lead to another big thing. In my life, starting taking those morning walks in the morning had catapulted me into becoming the person I am today. And the fact that it is just walk, but it enabled, kind of, it had a ripple effect on other areas of my life that allowed me to, to change. The book is what it started. It was that uh, first thing. And then after that opened up, other areas opened up. I started exploring into different uh, habits, into different habits, into different uh, disciplines. I discovered more about who I am. I found pieces that I didn't know I had. Because when we are in this track of life and we never examine where we are going, we're just flowing with the flow. We never know who we are. We never discover things about ourselves. We just take life as it happens and, and, and it unfolds. We don't question anything. But what if you look at your life and see, take a reflective step back, see what has occurred and where your life is going. What do you want to create with your life? Now that you're here, what do you want to create? Because you do have a gift inside of you that's waiting to come out. But because we have habits that are not serving us, sometimes it's difficult to see the gift that you have. Now I want to share a little real life example as I've been sharing about Swift transformations. A morning routine, a simple, simple fact is that. And it didn't come out, um, it didn't start out like that. It started with me taking the morning walk and then adding additional components as not to overwhelm myself. So in the beginning, it was a morning walk and then I added a nice green smoothie as a reward after uh, I completed my walk. That started my health journey, my nutrition journey. And then after that, doing a reflection or writing in a journal and that encouraged me to write and later on I became an author meditation inner shower of your mind 
we often uh, wake up and we wash ourselves to feel good, to smell clean. But what if we wash, we brainwash ourselves <laughs> so that we have more energy, we feel more alive, we feel more present. And the only tool that allows that to happen is meditation. Uh, and it's not about quieting your mind or making something drastic. It all comes down to those small micro changes. Things you can do within five minutes of time or even two minutes of time, just slowing down, closing your eyes, taking a deep breath in and feeling on the inside how you feel. It's not about blocking the thoughts that are going to still come. It's about allowing them in, but not attaching themselves. Just imagine there are clouds passing by and just let them pass by. You don't need to fight with them. You don't need to engage with them. Just let them pass and try. It's all about uh, being consistent. Another practice, another micro habit I've implemented is learning French on Duolingo. 10 to 15 minutes a day. Why am I learning French? It keeps your mind active. It keeps your brain engaged um, when you practice that. Some of the, of the parts of your brain that you don't use on your day-to-day -day basis keeps those parts active. So they are ready. So that you are, you know, and when you find yourself in a foreign country, how fun would it be to you for you to speak the, the native language? How awesome would that be? I have an affinity for languages, and that's why I'm learning French, but I don't have any specific reason why I'm learning now, I'm just into it and I love, uh, you know, engaging myself with that and keeping my brain active. So there are many, many different uh, habits that then allow us to have the triple effect on our life overall. And we suddenly start loving our life. Another micro habit is uh, 10 minutes of joy. Another micro habit is uh, 10 minutes of joy that I find. I actually wrote about it in Total Health book uh, that I did with Mind Valley coaches. And I believe in concept of total health, which includes emotional health. And what if you do something that sets your soul on fire every day, 10 minutes a day or more? If you have more time, by, by all means, do that. For me, it is singing. And it's a micro tiny thing, but it is something I look forward to every day throughout my day. I don't have a specific time when I do it. It's when I have time I do it. But I make sure I do it every day, regardless. So uh, recently what happened for the past week as I dropped All the at school, I would uh, get drive back and I sing. What that means. And that's my mo morning energizer <laughs> bump <laughs> to feel awesome. So whatever uh, you love to do, whatever sets your soul on fire, go do that. This is a micro habit that's a drop in the ocean, but... It has a tremendous impact on your life overall when you do something you love. Not because you have to, not because it's for somebody, but it is for you. How do you feel your batteries? How do you feel energized day to day? You can do that with your 10 minutes of joy. I'm going to link uh, this book down below. You can re read this chapter. This is the book, Total Health for Extraordinary Living. And I did a chapter on it uh, called 10 Minutes of Joy. Read up on that. So I encourage you to pick something small, something that you can create, but it will create a snowball effect in your life overall. So reflecting back on your life and 
Let me know down in the comments below what kind of habits would you want to change? What is currently not working in your life that you want to improve? And sometimes we overthink and we get overwhelmed that we need to make a lot of changes, but it all begins this one small tiny change. And it all begins first with you making a decision that you want to change. The decision is powerful. Before you make a decision, you start to, you know, be being like you don't know what's happening. You you overthink things. But once you make a decision, things become easier. It's like suddenly now you have something you're moving towards. You have a goal that is clear, concise, and you know what you want. And then it becomes easy. Until you have that, that like is a difficult part. So now I want to share with you some tips on creating simple and effective daily routines that accommodate busy schedule. Like I shared a little bit earlier, in the morning when you wake up, tell yourself three things you're grateful for. What are you doing in that fact? Why do you do that? You're teaching your mind to focus on things that are working. Suddenly you might realize there are more things working in your life that you were noticing before. And it is all about retraining yourself to recognizing on the, on the good things in your life, to focusing your attention on that. It's a small thing. It doesn't take much time. It will take you three seconds to think about three things that you're grateful for. And, and then doing that consistently, that has that tremendous effect. Not once in a while, but every single day. Just like when you brush your teeth. Saying three things you're grateful for. As soon as your feet hit the floor. Telling yourself you're going to have an awesome day. Another one, another a small micro thing is when you brush your teeth. Saying in the mirror to yourself, I love you. I respect you. In the, in the mirror, in your eyes. Be that voice for yourself, the cheerleader voice. Every single day, in the mirror, say that to yourself. Another good habit, again, is about sleep. In the evening when you go to bed, instead of recounting things that didn't work out, remember three things that went well. And be grateful for that. You know how we read children bedtime stories? What if you read yourself a bedtime story? What if you remind yourself of the things that went well? What kind of then dream are you going to have? How are you going to wake up in the morning? And you probably will find yourself falling asleep much easier when you recount three good things that went well instead of remembering everything, like the grudges you had, arguments with people that you had, things didn't work out, you didn't complete what you wanted to complete today. How different do you think you will sleep if instead of that, you would remind yourself of the things that went well. And it is all, again, about retraining your mind to focus on things that are working in your life, things that are good inherently for you, to refocusing your attention on that. Those are some tips that you can implement that can have a ripple effect on the other areas of your life. You will find yourself more present, more alive, not reactive reflective and it, it, again it is consistency that counts the most not something you do once in a while but something you do day in and day out it's okay like you can skip a day but 
get back and don't ever skip two days because when you skip two days, it is like you never done it before. That's how often uh, that reminding needs to happen. That one I, th I read in uh, Atomic Habits by James Clear. He talks about those uh, micro habits or atomic habits. It's something you do on autopilot, like brushing teeth, for example, that you don't even think about. And again, I want to emphasize the fact that you don't need to pick 25 habits, just pick one and stick with it for a month. Give yourself that month, or even better, 66 days, as Robin Sharma recommends, to make the habit automatic. consistently performing the thing that would improve your life on a day-to-day -day basis. And that, that's what, what will happen is you're going to avoid overwhelm. You're going to avoid failure. And you will increase your likelihood of success if you just pick one or two habits and then build upon them. Just like I build the morning routine. I was just walking and drinking a green smoothie maybe for maybe six months before I added other components to create the morning routines that I have now. And I love my mornings. I love doing that, uh, setting the time aside when you do the things that you love, the things that energize you. It's kind of charging your own batteries before you can be somebody else or before you can be uh, present for somebody else, be present for yourself. Fill your battery first, fill your cup first, because we cannot give what we don't have. So if we haven't filled ourselves with energy, with positive vibes, with good uh, ideas, then what kind of person shows up to the world, to yourself? The kind that you are not proud of, the kind of that you don't want to be find yourself with. But if you are depleted, that's kind of expected uh, thing that will happen if you are depleted. You can only give off leftovers of yourself as opposed to the good parts of yourself. So experiment. Habits also are about experimentation. Be a scientist in your life and uh, devise a habit that can tremendously change your life and start small. So I want to uh, ask you to please share down in the comments below a quick success story or insight that you learned from uh, today's episode. Put hashtag reclaim your life. If you found uh, today's episode helpful, if you learned something about yourself, share, give me some insights. I'm curious to learn about my listeners' habits and if it's beneficial and what would you like to learn next? Would you like to know more about? So hashtag reclaim your life. You can use on social media. And share down your story. Share a quick habit that you've implemented that had a tremendous impact in your life. What is the one small thing you've done that had the biggest change in your life so far? And I'll include it in the next episode. You can share down below if you're watching on YouTube or on Spotify. You can leave a comment under the episode. And I'll include your replies in the next, in the future episodes. 
Now I want to uh, share a little bit about some of the setbacks that might happen when you are changing. What are some of the common challenges that you might encounter? Well, the, fir the first uh, challenge is res resistance to change because our mind is very efficient and it only wants to do things that are safe. So anytime you're doing a change, it, it would feel uncomfortable in the beginning. Like for myself, I was waking up before the rest of my house was up. It was a challenge. You don't want to get out of that nice, cozy, warm bed into the cold, crisp morning. So you face that challenge. But for myself, reminding myself, or in the beginning, uh, I was reminded by Mel Robbins. I remember the, the rocket ship that she experienced and she talked about the five-minute routine or five-minute rule. We only have five, actually five seconds, five seconds to decide whether we're going to do or, or something or not before our mind will talk us out of it. So you have five seconds to get out of bed. And then remember you're a rocket ship. Launch yourself up and then uh, just start start going. So in the beginning, it will be tough. So if, if you are uh, challenged with the fact of, uh, and, and wh why do we want to wake up before the rest of our house? Well, in my example, I want to fill my batteries first before I have to be some for somebody else. Somebody for somebody else. I got to be somebody for me. And that's why I want to wake up before the rest of my house to do the things that are enjoyable, that allow me to fill my batteries, to have enough energy to run through the day. That's why I want to wake up before. It doesn't have to be a lot before. If you're just starting out, you can do 10, 15 minutes. But having that time for yourself can have a tremendous impact on your overall day. So challenges is first getting out of the comfort zone because as we know, nothing good grows inside of the comfort zone. You have created your box, uh, your toys that you play with all the time and you're comfortable. Why, why change something that is not broken, right? So f first uh, uh, challenge is getting out of the comfort zone by making something that is not comfortable yet, making it a little bit comfortable. So a great concept uh, James Clear is talking about in his book, Atomic Habits, is decomposing a habit, for example, you know, going to the gym. And not immediately just getting there, but breaking it down into small micro, micro moments. So he says, for a week, let's say you, uh, as soon as you put the dish, like let's say you had lunch, you put the dish in the sink. Next thing you do, you wash your dish and tying it out, because you do that daily already. Go put on the shoes. Tie your shoes, go to the gym, put your exercise clothes on, but don't go to the gym. Just tie your shoes and put on your clothes. That's it. Because you're trying to make the uncomfortable the whole concept of going to the gym comfortable by breaking it down into small micro moments and cementing them. Just like when you make a cake, you have layers of the cake. You put one layer on top of each other until you have this full cake. 
So same way with going to the gym, you break out the whole process into five minute increments, let's say, changing your clothes. So first, before you even get to the fact of putting it on, is when you go to sleep at night, laying out your clothes for the next day, laying out your exercise clothes. And you can do that <laughs> for at least a week. Because it, it would help. Then you're going to become comfortable. With it. That's what we want to establish. We want to widen your comfort zone. So going to the gym just becomes part of your identity, part of who you are. You brush your teeth. You don't think about it. You have great oral hygiene. And now you're a person who just goes to the gym. Because that's what you do. This is who you are. By you breaking down that habit into the small micro, micro moments. So it feels comfortable then by adding a little tiny step. Your mind is not so afraid anymore. It can take that next leap because the leap is small and short. And every time you do that, celebrate it. Celebrate that small win. Encourage your mind, kind of giving uh, your mind, how do I say it? A little uh, a benefit. Like, wh why am I keep on doing this? Here is why. Here is why. Reminding yourself, rewarding yourself with a little tiny reward to keep on going. It's all about being consistent. It's all about uh, sticking to the routine that you're creating for yourself that's going to then change your life, change your health. And I'm not saying everybody should go to the gym. I'm just making an example. I personally don't go to the gym. I have my home workout studio that I, and I practice 10x in it. 10x is something, it's a, a method of strength training, resistance training that you can practice at home or in the gym. So I've opted out to do a home workout because it's all started during the pandemic. And that was kind of fitting and I stuck it out. This is another micro habit that I built into my life that now helps me then maintain stamina, improve strength, have a better outlook on life because I'm not, I don't have pains anymore. When I wake up in the morning, I used to have my lower back pain and now I don't have it anymore. Think, I'm thinking a micro habit of practicing 10x twice a week, 10 to 15 minutes each time. That's all it takes. It doesn't take you going there in the gym every hour, like every, let's say, five days a week, two hours every day. All it takes is two 15 minutes each, so 30 minutes per week on your own time. Morning, afternoon, whenever you have those slots, 15 minutes slots. Sometimes I do it like on my lunch hour to break the day, let's say, if I was on the computer a lot, to switch back and do something physical. It is also good for our brain and we come back refreshed and more energized to do our next activity. When we are stagnant and we do the same kind of activity for a long period of time, our effective rate goes down. We don't pay attention as much. Our mind starts to wander. So it's good to reset and do something different for a bit as well. All thanks to those micro habits. So the things that we do on a day-to-day basis that are small, but those things actually make us who we are and they have tremendous impact on our life overall.
positive mindset also helps with sticking to a habit, sticking to a goal. Uh, and positive mindset doesn't happen overnight. Again, it is a practice. It's something you can do, like I shared in the beginning of this episode, having a written note in the back of your pocket when you get yourself engaged in the negative train wagon, having that note ready, reading to yourself something positive about yourself to get yourself out of it. You can speak over it. So that's how you can change your, your mindset. Little by little, it doesn't happen overnight. It's all about consistency in changing who you are. The most difficult aspect in life is changing yourself. Because it's, first of all, it's taking responsibility for the life you have created. Everything, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and recognizing where you arrive. Let's say it's not working for you, you want to change. But the fact that you make that decision can then tremendously change the rest of your life, all different areas of your life. Because how you do one thing is how you do everything. How you approach your life, how you being in relationships with people, it all stems from the person who you are, who you've been being, and how now do you want to change. So thank you so much for listening to tuning to today's episode. It be, I'll be grateful if you leave a comment, leave a review, subscribe to the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, hit that balloon button and the bell button and so you are alerted when the new episode comes out. And I'm curious to know what small change you've implemented in your life that had a tremendous impact in your life overall. As I often say, you're only one decision away from reclaiming your life. No matter how dire the circumstances is, there is always a silver lining. There is always something that is working. If you go back to today's episode, if you listen to the beginning, I share about those small micro things you can implement in your day-to-day -day living. It is all about making small changes that you do daily on a consistent basis. It is not about huge, tremendous wins that we have that you often hear about in the news. Overnight success, but that success took 10 years to make happen because of the daily habits that people create in their life that little by little change who they are, the person that they are becoming, and the person that they show up as. So all goes back to those micro habits, 10, 15 minutes, even five minutes that you can dedicate and look at your life holistically, let's say in physical space. Are you optimized? Do you have, do you like the life you're living? Are you physically active? Are you able to lift weights? I'm not saying heavy weights, but having that energy, having the strength to be able to do that. How are you uh, feeling in that area of your life, in the physical uh, space? What about your nutrition? What about your hydration habits? If you take approach your life as a scientist, because we came here to have a human experience, how is your human experience going? I'm curious to know. Let me know down in the comments below about your physical health. Do you feel that you need an improvement in that area? And what do, you, what do you want to improve? What do you see yourself doing and being? Who do you want to become by the end of uh, this year, 2024? And then looking at your emotional life, how are you reacting? How are you feeling in that area, in that space? Are you, are you reactive? Are you more responsive? Do you have 
negative thoughts many times and would you like to learn better habits on how to deal with them in today's episode i shared having a little note in the back of your packet as this reminder to remember to remind yourself who you are and speak those words so looking at, at that uh, area of your life your mindset your emotions how are you feeling in that area let me know down in the comments below and what would we like to learn in forthcoming in the future episodes go ahead leave us a review over on apple podcasts it really does help to spread the message and make the episode available worldwide to bring back hope. The, the, the whole idea of this podcast is to bring back hope. No matter how dire the circumstances, there is always a silver lining. There is always light in the end of the tunnel. And that is what I'm hoping to bring by having this podcast. In the next episode, we'll be joined by Kevin Ganey. I met Kevin during High Performance Mastermind with Brendan Bouchard. And then we did together our NLP training. And he was also in my book, uh, Soul Parent Number One, in, that came out in 2022. Kevin has a tremendous amount of experience and life. Uh, and I can't wait to share his wake-up moment and his lesson, in uh, three lessons that he learned as a result of that in our next episode. So tune in. Be on the lookout, enable that uh, notification button wherever you're watching so that you are aware when the next episode drops. If you have a person in your life who can use a dose of positivity, a dose of hope, be sure to share this episode, this podcast with them, Reclaim Your Life with Irina. We are here to bring back hope, to remind people that there is light in the end of the tunnel in your physical, emotional, mental, or spiritual states of being discovering the tools that allow you to reclaim your life a little bit at a time, just like today's episode was focused on habits, those micro habits that you make that can have a tremendous impact on your life. The little things that you do on a day-to-day -day basis when nobody is watching, then allow you then to become a different person. So stay tuned for the next episode. I'll see you in the next one. Thank you so much for watching. Be sure to leave us a review, subscribe, and share with a friend. Be a messenger of hope and share this podcast with a friend. Until next time, stay well. Remember, you are only one decision away from reclaiming your life.